not, not, not that you wouldn't be shit without me, but understand that you might wear the pants, but I control the zipper. You feel what I'm saying? What I say, what I'm saying? We have these conversations all the time about um, can a female be too independent? Mm-hmm. And um, I think that all of us are like very hardworking people and that we can, we can bring a lot to the table. So I think that intimidates a lot of people. Okay. And I think that it, it might intimidate someone who thinks the woman belongs at home and the man belongs at work mm-hmm. uh, because that's not who I am and who my working field in its own is intimidating to some. So yeah. th- I think that can be intimidating to anyone. And, and I think that's a, a struggle that we're going through now too is that is like a man wants us to be so like oh like you take care of me and da, da, I, I can take care of my myself with or without you i'm not mm-hmm. saying that i won't let him pick up a tab or you know let him pay and i give you the i'll put the tip down like we, there's a happy medium you know there's no like you need to take care of me and i think that's something that i struggle with mm-hmm. and it's like an ongoing process is that independency is like it's new you know it's it's like we're grateful to have that i'm grateful to be independent and have it on my own and i say that somebody's gave it to me mm-hmm. um and i think that that whoever i'm gonna end up with he has to understand that like and we always say too mm-hmm. like whatever i ask for i can always provide i'm never gonna ask you for shit that i cannot give you mm-hmm. and i think that's what men need to understand so if i hold to the standard or if i do a b and c no, I can do the same. Bring A, B, C, and D to the table. Yeah. Never get it twisted. And like she was talking about independence, there was actually, you know, Kasana and uh, Mathura were on live that, like a couple weeks ago, and, and they were talking about can a woman be too independent or something like that. Um, and I was like, it's important to find somebody that compliments you and not completes you. And I think somebody was like, I don't think it's about compliment. I'm like, I don't think you understand what I, I don't need somebody to tell me, oh, you're beautiful. Oh, you look good. You're wearing that dress. Like, Listen, whenever I get sad, I remember what that ass do in a sundress, baby boy. Okay, so don't tell me what I look like. I know that. But my but my but my compliment, I mean, somebody that matches my hustle, my drive, man, my ambition. Gonna be days where I don't feel like myself and I'm feeling down. Are you gonna be that extra push, that support, that motivation that I need to get to where I wanna be? And vice versa, when my man is feeling down or whatever, you still need that support in a relationship. But that independent, but baby boy, trust and believe, I'm here because I want to be here, not because I have to be here. Yeah. And I think yeah. that's also just a shift. Like, right. It really is. And I, like, I agree as well. And, like, I feel like especially with our generation right now, it's a lot of, um, okay, like, what can you do for me? Can you buy me a bag? Can you do this? Can you take me on a trip? Like, I don't need none of that because I can do that for myself. <laughs> what I need to know is like, okay, um, you know, because I feel like even at, you know, all of us are like in close age range, right? Mm-hmm. Same time, we're still trying to like better ourselves and, you know, whether like financially, career wise, like almost every aspect, because this is that time to do it. And it is like hard, you know, it might be difficult to be in a relationship while trying to do that. But it also takes both parties committing like, okay, this is what you can do. I can do this as well. Or if I, right now I need to focus on myself, then 
then that that should be like your focus you know what I mean and plus like for example for me marriage is work and uh, you know as that saying goes like it takes a little bit longer for you know men to mature and really like understand all of that stuff but you know if you're not really like willing to work on it now because I feel like you know to get into a relationship anyway it's best if each of you bring your best self forward right to whoever you give it to because if you're comfortable if you're not secure if you're not good in who you are and what you can bring to the table mm-hmm. and the same with that other person like it's not gonna work yeah. you know whatever time in your life that you get into a relationship so that's definitely like important to consider yeah that's definitely um like you're definitely spin facts i i feel like the younger generation and not even how or not how just the culture is kind of shifting where oh he better have a bag he better like you just it just I, I get why the guys are frustrated by it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and then it's unrealistic. Like, like to expect that. Very. All the time. If we were a nigga, I don't think I could take how much shut down these niggas get. Like having their, like just the courage to go get, like to try to holler at someone and just get skirted. It's just like, it takes a mm-hmm. lot. Men are expected to do, to do a lot. Like, mm-hmm. when it comes to, yeah, we might have to do a lot too, Whatever we might have to worry about, our hair, nails, everything, goddamn, we gotta go through a lot as females. But men also are not allowed to show their emotions, are not allowed mm-hmm. to pretend like you don't have, or you have to pretend like you have money. You, yeah. have to, you have to have so much confidence just in case, like, you get turned down by a female, you pick yourself up and go do another, or try to holler at another mm-hmm. way. You know, they got, they got mm-hmm. a lot of shit going too. And, and as I think as we get older, we realize that too. And it's, I've never been to a one to bash a man. Like, even when I like broke up with someone or they did you dirty, you, you always, I always give, I always give the benefit of the doubt somehow, some way, maybe it was the way I was raised. Maybe I don't know what it was. Something in me always just says, Oh, maybe that person wasn't meant for me. They're meant for someone. They're not a bad person. They're just for me or just like, they're like, or you're, you're fixing them up for somebody else, you know? And that's fine because if that's what it takes, if I'm fixing up niggas for the next person, God got somebody else way better waiting for me. And that's God talking. Yep. Mm -hmm. So I'm just like, I'm not going to sit there and bash a man. And I think that mm-hmm. we, I don't know, because I feel like men just, I, okay, for the habitats, I think that women, we, we ventured off and we know like we're ready. Like, hey, habitat guys, like come for us now. We're here. We're <laughs> here. Yeah. And like, oh, I'm a bad bitch now. And that's another thing I would like to talk about too, because these girls are feeling themselves away a little too much, Ooh, right? Yeah. But, after all this like uh Tory Lanez and like they were saying in your other episode Tory Lanez and Drake and everyone talking about Habishas they just got big-headed and that's not who we are because we're known to be very humble people and mm-hmm. and they're kind of like taking that and like just letting it go to their head because of social media yeah. like, social media all cap too honestly that's, that's why I said a generational thing though because mm-hmm. we didn't grow up um with social media like it didn't pop off until we were already older and like had our values set and like you know what I mean like we had already experienced some life before like it became a thing and so now it's kind of like I feel like it's going to be harder for them to navigate because they also don't know how to have um in-person relationships like you know what I mean and I think that's where a lot of these unrealistic expectations come from and so it's hard for me because I'm always like I think too, uh, all of us are a little bit similar too, where we're always trying to be understanding and we're supportive and like loving and all this stuff. And 
um, we get this misconception, but because like we're put on this pedestal of like, oh, Habesha girls are so bad, they're so pretty, like it's already, it already feels uncomfortable, like, because you're like, damn, is she going to reject me? You know what I mean? And you're already like putting yourself in this hole. And then if you don't have your shit together, you feel like you need to. And it's like, no, we like we could build together like we're we're all in that same age range like don't mm-hmm. think that i expect just because you're the man that you have to like nigga yeah if you have a Benz, cool i'm so proud of you like be successful or whatever but nigga if you in the hoopty and you working towards the band like the bends and you have the hustle like i'm gonna support that too and it's like we that i think that part gets kind of misconstrued because like you said on social media it is a lot of cap like the fuck oh, uh- like, Hella yeah. like nigga. I and I know some of y'all so I, I'll be looking like you talking reckless because that's <laughs> not how you live, you know? It's not mm-hmm. how your parents live. And just social media really just goes to like I mean, of course on social media we want to show like the best like version of us, right? Yeah. But that's also like it's not realistic because you know, not everybody got it like that, not everybody's in the best place in their lives, or we're all going through different things. Um but it's like nobody like our generation right now i feel like does not value true love or like you know um because i mean from the music that we listen to to how we portray ourselves or you know what we idolize on social media it's just shallow shit like you know looks and it's like when you really get down to the root of love right as uh who was it that was saying like humbling us basically like or we need a, you know, the house girls right now that are, like, is getting to our heads, and it's like, we are, yes, beautiful, like, one of the most beautiful women on the planet, right, but when we focus on that, that's where it gets ugly, that's where it's just, like, emptiness, because uh, I think, who was it that said it in the, in the first episode with the boys, was it Nebu? He's like, there's a lot of pretty girls, but, like, there's no depth. much to offer yeah there's mm-hmm. no depth like you know and for me like I can see a fine ass nigga but if you don't have no depth I want to like where's your soul where's your like ambition where's your passion if I don't see that your looks mean nothing you dead just as dead to me as like your movement like you know what I mean so when we really look at love and like what it really means it's that deep connection where if you're not really like about that then it's like what are you giving out like and plus like with the pressure not only do we feel that pressure for ourselves and like being a habisha man or woman you know we feel that pressure from our parents okay go to school get your degree get a job okay now get a wife or get a husband like you know but also in america like you know even if you're educated or not you know we definitely go through a whole bunch of obstacles to get half of what they have right so it's like that takes a whole process and mentally I feel like they don't know what that does to us like you know all in the midst of the process of trying to find ourselves and potentially also find (laughs) our husband or our wives for the future you know it's a lot to process it's a lot to like go through um that I feel like also disencourages men from really thinking about like marriage and kids and things like that Mm -hmm. Men, we value you guys you know it's more than in the past yeah we may have been focused on looks and we may be into our looks to a certain extent but we don't look at y'all any less because you're not built like a wide receiver that plays for the falcons or you're not freaking six seven and you play for the lakers or whatever the case may be there are traits about you that you can't teach that you yeah. know 
So like we, like I said, Havisham, we value, we appreciate you. We may not have realized that now, but better late than never. You feel me? With that 100%. And I think that's low-key why I, I've always been a person of uh, attracting to personality. Like, personality mm-hmm. is always been my thing. Like, mm-hmm. like oh, you said, like, you could be fine as hell, but just have nothing inside. Mm-hmm. That kills it even more. <laughs> So a personality is something I definitely fall in love with. Like you could be, okay, you have to have some a type of attraction, but I've dealt with niggas, this is no, no. But <laughs> shine to me and, and have shine men, we do value, we do love you. We might not show it, but it's just that can go back to how we were raised to Like I'm not, I know for sure that I'm not a very affectionate person, but I definitely show up and show out for people I care for and you you know that I care about you by the through or support you um mm-hmm. so we might not do that to our Habesha men but know that it's there and that y'all in this y'all in the first place okay <laughs> oh man it might took us you know 27 how many every years to get here but look we see y'all come see us <laughs> yeah i felt i honestly felt really bad like bro if one more girl gets on here talking about i need a nigga the six one like girl you fi- like come on like i'm five two and a half okay the fuck i look like <laughs> what the like what do i look like over here like you gotta be sick like you don't like that's just unrealistic and it's just kind of like you know you're getting on here talking shit because Habesha men are not always the tallest. Like somehow, by freak accident, a lot of the, the boys in our family are tall for no reason. But our uncles, our brothers, getting tall. We don't know where it came from. That's what I mean. <laughs> our uncles, our dads, or whatever. Like they are not. And some, like I say this all the time. Like some of my favorite people, like some of my favorite men, are barely like five five. Like you know what I mean. Like that's just unrealistic. And I've dated people that are six three. And I've dated people that are, you know, five, six. Like, I need to go back to listen to who these people are are saying that I need a six one nigga. Like, they're yeah. those kids. And like, you know, watching your videos from the the from Nebu and all of them. Mm-hmm. Back to Rahel saying like how we mature faster. Like, yeah. if I was me a couple of years ago, I'd be clapping back at them. But yeah. because we're older and wiser and we know more. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna clap back at them and say like, oh, nah, it's y'all, it's y'all, like, no, we gonna own up to our parts, we did, like, we were going through the, the, to the African Americans, and now we're on our way, <laughs> we're on our way home, and, um, and we, I'm not gonna sit here and argue that, because that, that is facts, but also, they have to take ownership in their part, too, because I feel like then, I don't know what the guys, the Habsha guys were thinking about before. Maybe they were trying to get Habsha girls. But I see like now, the, at least our generation and up, are yeah. more focused on uh, African-American girls and white girls now. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like we're, like, trying to intertwine, but it's like, no one's, like, hitting it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I mean, I see some that are hitting, like, you know, we have some friends that are, that are dating Habsha people, too, right now, or getting married to them. So it's like happening but it's just like I feel like we all needed to venture out and then come back we got don't forget like we're first generation too and mm-hmm. I felt like when I was dating uh, uh, my ex who's black um you had I tried to explain to my mom like you have to realize you guys yeah you guys brought us to America but are not the only ones in America right. you know, it's where there's black people there's Mexicans there's white people there's yeah. West there's a lot of options here so it's just like you can't just put it there and be like oh go find some habitats you know so yeah. it's like, 
we're curious by nature, so we're going to go talk to other people. We're going to go figure it out. But as we get older, we're like, like I really like this, our culture, our baptism, our, our baby showers, our Christmas, our everything. Or just sending money back home that other people would never understand. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's why I can wrap around and say that that's why I want to end up being with a house. Because you don't have to explain these things. You don't have to, to, to beg them to go to church with you or go to this for you or just whatever, or just think about going out of the country, go to ID if they're not black or if they're not Habesha, you just don't have to think about things like that. And it's just like, that's what I'm signing up for. Yeah. So it is like, so I guess we also, um, are, you know, proving Henoch's point that it is part of, part of it is a phase when you're younger. There's a lot of that where you're just like looking into other people. And, you know, he brought up the example of dating, um, uh, a Latino girl, you know, so, or Latina, um, and how it is kind of difficult for him to constantly explain the culture and like, you know, things like that. So he did have a point that there is a phase. Cause I know, I wanted the six one light skinned basketball player. You know what I mean? Like I definitely did dated him and he was not great. You know what I mean? So it's, I mean, not to say that they are, they're all like that, but sometimes you get what you think you want. And then God tells you that's not what you need, you know, and you learn that the hard way. And I just hope the younger generation can stop learning the hard way, but that's probably not going to happen. I feel like the younger generation is the one that's bringing it to us. I think they're putting us up on game, and that's fact. I'm looking around like, damn, I wish I knew that when I was – when I wish I was doing that when I was younger. Um, but I also – I don't regret. I'm glad that it happened when I was younger. And mm-hmm. also, when I was, you know, 21, 22, whatever, 19, 20, I was not thinking long-term. I wasn't thinking of how I was going to be as a wife, as a mother. I wasn't thinking about stuff like that. I was thinking about in the now and in the moment. Who's going to look good on my arm? Who's going to give me what I need right now? And as I get older, I'm like, hold on. When we argue, when we get in disagreements, how is all this going to play out? When I, you know, when we have kids, how are our kids going to be raised? I, and I'm not saying all people that are not Havisha are like this, but I cannot think about my child going to, you know, their father's side of the family and they're drinking and they're smoking. And I'm not saying Havishas don't do this but they're cursing and they're acting wild and they're doing all this. And then they come to, you know, my side of my family and everything <laughs> a lot calmer. And my, my child is confused. And, and a lot of people that are not Habesha tend to mistake or confuse and think that, you know, we walk around like our shit don't stink or that we're a better culture or we don't have problems and we don't have, have issues. We do. We never said that we didn't. We may carry it in a different way or present it in a different way we're not we don't think we're better than any than the next person you know what i mean but we i can honestly say we probably hold ourselves to a higher standard you know what i'm saying they're kicking their kids out huh so because our parents legit came from nothing and came that and i was just talking about this earlier today if we put ourselves our generation and our parents we would not make it our generation is so lazy that we would not (laughs) for real we can speak for myself I would not made it for what our parents did so when they do come to America and they hold us to the standard and they do all this and they're harsh on us like when I was in high school I thought my mom like hated me every damn day she had something to be mad at and I was just like what is I told my mom I was like I thought she but dead ass <laughs> so hard because she knew that I could do it and like 
they do act like their shit don't stink. But honestly, like as I get older, I'm like, yo, they have a reason, but they just don't know how to express it better. Like they don't know how to be like, we have came from nothing and worked our way and no one can take this away from us. Like we're mastering uh, liquor stores, uh, freaking 7-Elevens, all this shit and just doing what we got to do. And no, not a lot of people can say that. And like, Rahul, back to Rahul, Rahul was saying that before, like the culture and just being able to be like, we're celebrating. Like I've had people comment on my stories from like Sun Night's bridal shower. Like, yo, you guys party for no reason. Like it's lit. Like we yeah. need to come to yours and just, and I'm, as you get older, you're like, fuck yeah, like we're lit. Like just mm-hmm. what we do when we get together and just the joy is just so lit. And it's just like, I'm so proud of us in that I don't want no one ever take that away from us. And I don't want my kid to, like you were saying, go over to, if they had a whatever, like if they're by, what's the word? non-household literally just raised differently though honestly like i mean we they do like we do have like similar values but at the same time like how many parents are so damn strict like especially on the like on the girls just like you know we couldn't just be going out like whatever time or doing stuff that like you know a lot of kids have the freedom to do here you know what i mean they'd be like oh you're a girl like you you gotta chill out you got to do this like relax you know um and as I grew up like I started understanding it more and appreciating it more because I'm like I turned out pretty all right (laughs) you know (laughs) compared to like a lot of kids here um and plus like the way they raised us it's like I feel like anywhere you are and like whether there's stuff going on or whatever like or you're in some kind of situation like is it just me or like are your parents like voices in the back of your head like okay what would they be thinking like if I was doing or you know what would they think or if I got caught like yeah like you know you think about it but that's just how they instilled it in a way where it's like they make you strong enough to realize okay this is how I need to be acting this is how you know because not only are you representing yourself you're representing your parents your family like your country at the end of the day you know what I mean so we we always hold ourselves to a higher standard and I think what what you guys are sitting on or like what I'm hearing is is just this idea that we're a community-based culture not an individual one like it is in America like they're very individual um whereas for us it's like we we hit on it earlier but this idea of like we're a very judgmental culture um and reputation matters you know so it's like we do like you don't want to be cast out you don't want to be the family that like nobody wants to fuck with or whatever like in the community and like unfortunately like you know they do watch the children and report back to each other so those are the type of things that is it's just different for us like there are obviously some um non-habisha cultures that do that as well but that's just for us like we are we already know how we need to move because we know like oh such and such sees me they're telling my parents they're whatever like you got to be way more careful with your shit like way more careful and I think you hit like you hit on it also um that it's harder for us girls so I think that sometimes we might come off as like stuck up or snobbish or like maybe we like act conservative or whatever the case is but it's because we know that judgment's way harsher on us and this whole double standard of like if we did this if we acted the same way that the boys did it'd be a wrap like there's no way we could get away with half the shit they do it it just like i was thinking about it earlier today where I was like, men, like, it's such a contradiction because they want the girls, like, they want Hobshaw women to be beautiful 
They want us to um, hold down the house like our moms do. They want us to be bomb as hell when we go out to the club and act a certain way. Um, Nebby was like, y'all can't twerk. I was like, first of all, we're not going to twerk on camera. You feel me? Like, there's a difference. <laughs> they don't know the real demon. They don't know the real demon. That's what no, that's what I'm saying. I was like, hold on. We're not going to do it on, on camera. But exactly. the gag is we know like we know that there's so much expectations on us as mm-hmm. women that we can literally do it all but it just depends like what atmosphere we're in what exactly. we're willing to show you because we know that our reputation will precede us we're picky with that yeah like because we're in a culture where it's like you, like you have to you know show like not even pretty much like sell your soul for clout like right. <laughs> you know what i mean dumping milk on your ass and shit like what you was not about to catch me doing that shit like that making money and shit right (laughs) hell not because then if i was that girl doing that would you take me home to your mom probably not no you know and i think too like i don't know i mean and i could be wrong because i've never dated a havisha so but hopefully i'm not wrong (laughs) but i feel like havisha men are more probably more accepting of us than and not have a shot men would be in terms of like probably because they understand and they were raised and i guess it goes back to that point because they're so used to it so they wouldn't look at us like why are you walking around with a plastic bag on your head like, <laughs> why you got butter chunks of butter in your hair like, why you why you don't have your eyelashes done you know? <laughs> like what's that dookie brand on top of your head right it's appreciative of their women because they know that their women are well-rounded mm-hmm. i feel like they trust their women more um i feel like people that are not have a shop probably don't and they're uh they think women have a different intention different intentions if that makes sense mm-hmm. um but uh don't ever say have a shop women can't work and that's <laughs> and that's my business For real. but yeah that it was it was literally on the stupid demon hours like like it's not stupid it's entertaining but um i just was like what you you know how many girls try to get on there and hide their face as if their freaking at is not on there (laughs) like you know what i mean like it's like this like we have it in us like we definitely want to let loose (laughs) but we have to do it in like controlled environments like it can't be like Oh, I be let loose, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, if you're with your girls, like, you know, I mean, it's your birthday, whatever. Like, yeah. go ahead, go ahead. Like, you know what I mean. But there's also a certain way to do it. Like, you know what I mean. Like, there's a tasteful way to like do it, and I think that's what we all um, understand. Like, we got everything set up. I don't plan on twerking at my wedding. Mm-hmm. Okay. I may do a little that's just for my husband <laughs> but it's like baby boy you married me like you already know what I got right he <laughs> after he said what we gonna do it at the HB after I'm gonna be crying <laughs> <Dead>. <laughs> when I be seeing other people at their wedding and they're like twerking and just doing like I'm like, oh my God, like, are your parents back there? <laughs> it's just not our culture. Yeah, it's not our culture. Like, it's not that we don't cut up and have fun. It's just like, we, it makes us look yeah. like we're stuck up, but it's, 
we just know that we're going to be judged. So we're like, okay, like, you know, keep it cute. Keep it cute. Like, yeah. And it's respect. Like, it's just a respect thing. Overall, yeah. Yeah. I don't know how lack that respect for their culture and their people. Um, yeah, no, that's just disrespectful. I would never. And that's even to go with PDA. You know, I'm not going to make out with my man in front of my family. Like, y'all, y'all bitches ain't nobody. But you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> somebody yeah i have a funny like, story with that but like my my aunts my uncles like you're not about to unless we just sneak off upstairs for like one <laughs> second because you know as soon as you go for too long they're gonna be like what y'all doing, <laughs> <laughs> what y'all doing? i have a funny yeah. story with that actually oh, so yeah. one time um i was at my ex-boyfriend's house and like it was like his nephew's uh, birthday right and um it was like towards the end of the night and then like him his brother and uh, another person were like they're about to go somewhere and I'm like holding the baby and then I'm with like his other like cousin <laughs> and then he's like trying to say bye to me <laughs> and I didn't know he like you know put out his like list to give me a kiss bye but I was just like okay bye baby you know and he's like yeah you go and I was like oh, I'm sorry like, you know, I get nervous I mean he knows how like you know what it is but it's like you know when you're in their house it's, right. you're you kind of more to- reserved because like you don't really like I mean of course I don't want to show affection to you but you know like you don't really know how to act you're still trying to be like respectful so it was just funny I was like my bad <laughs> yeah <laughs> Girl, we, we so me and the me and the boys got into it too we're like dude our culture is like we're affectionate in one in one area like for our like familial relationships our platonic relationships like we're you know three kisses the hugs you know whatever the relationships you don't be seeing nobody's parents holding hands like you know kissing on, on each other like you don't see that shit so we just we're just naturally uncomfortable you know and then we're like you get grow up in the American context, and you're like, "Damn!" It's funny because like my parents are like, um, like they're still affectionate. It's like really cute, and I'm happy. Like I get to see that because <laughs> yeah. I mean it's still like not normal, you know? Because j- just like you said, like overall in the Habesha community, like our parents don't really be doing that. Like, but my parents, like uh, whether it's like my mom coming from work or my dad coming over, they always like greet each other with like a kiss and say hi. And like, you know, my dad is always affectionate. Like my mom are holding her hand, you know, and I'm like, oh, like, so cute. Yeah. <laughs> I love yeah. it, you know? It's, so it's, it's nice to see that, especially a midst of like a culture where yeah. it's not really like normal like even like in the dramas and stuff in the movies like when it's like sexy i swear so i'll just be waking up it'll just be the next day like yeah. <laughs> like what they do i didn't see it until like my uncle and aunt and but they were younger like they grew up here you know yeah so they were definitely like more affectionate and i was like okay i guess they <laughs> you know what I mean like there's an in-between like it is okay sometimes like all right like so I've had to kind of navigate it for myself and I, I have to admit to myself I do want that affection and I do like it and there's just a certain level of PDA that I'm okay with and then there's other levels where I'm like bro if you don't get the, get off of me like chill out bro don't know everybody need to know what we you know like chill out but I do, I, I, so I made the point, um, that maybe even on a subconscious level in terms of marrying our dating hobby, at least for me, I should just speak for myself, is that 
because like I didn't see that affection and all that and I know that I do want it that sometimes when I look at Habsha men I'm like damn like like you know like am I gonna get that from you you know what I mean like and I had to realize too that I had to kind of grow up out of that too because they grew up the same way I did so who's to say that they don't want that kind of relationship also and that we could determine that for ourselves uh, you know and I mean y'all know like more recently there's some somehow shaman we know that are a little bit more affectionate and I'm like okay let me find out you know what I mean like where you going on my life baby <laughs> you know I where's B Simone where you need her I need a boyfriend <laughs> so it's it's definitely kind of been um really cool to see kind of the transformation and we we touched on it so like kind of where I wanted to wrap so what the boys Roby Roby was like he ended us on the question of like why do Habsha women say Habsha men ain't shit and I was like damn so we taught we kind of touched on a lot of that like and then we already talked about how the Habsha um I'm just gonna say the younger generation okay be just getting on them like, oh, you need to be this tall, you need to whatever, whatever. But I kind of also brought up uh, some of the dysfunction that we see in Habsha families in terms of like, you know, Habsha men not staying or having a second family in Adi or like, we'll see the kind of that brokenness in the community. And I talked to one of my cousins recently um, from back in the Bay where I grew up. And we realized too that the bay just a little bit ghetto because it was like really prevalent over there and then when i moved to denver it was kind of like you didn't i don't see that as much here do you know what i mean like we might know a couple of them but it's not like as prevalent or maybe it's just not as talked about because i'm not as familiar with the community but um just this idea too that our parents having to survive a war you know what i mean getting like married young like they didn't even really know themselves yet and they were such like they were in survival mode so long that some of them you know didn't really marry for happiness or the like love it was kind of like you just got married because that was what was expected or it was arranged or whatever and then they kind of grow up and um that's why you don't really see the love in all the like families like it's great that you guys had that example but we kind of brought up examples of you know the hopshot couples that really don't communicate outside of like what their kids are doing you know or um they stay together for the kids but like they don't really have a relationship and so some of us also see like habesha relationships in that way where we're like damn is there any love and affection in these relationships or like are we tripping you know what i mean that's true i mean i don't think habesha many shit yeah i mean personally i've never said any unless it was just like a joke um because of who you're dealing with, you're just like, dang, shit, but you can't really say, I've never heard anybody say, how much I'm in shit, because, yeah, I know what you're talking about, like, the guys that leave and go have another family, da, 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 you know, like, that's their stories, I don't know, but I don't think I've ever heard anybody say, how much I'm in shit, at least for our generation saying it to other ones, I don't think that we, like, personally, I haven't dated anybody to say they're not shit, so I, yeah, I, I agree. Like, I mean, there's a, there are a lot of men ain't shit the same way there are a lot of women that ain't shit. Like, mm-hmm. and they, they might not, you probably just not shit to me and what we had going on. Mm-hmm. But you feel me? Somebody else's, somebody's trash is another man's treasure, woman's treasure, whatever you want to call it. But you feel me? I, I mean, there are different situations that bring out different sides of people. And, yeah. you know, bad breakups can have you saying, oh, men ain't shit, women ain't shit. But 
There's a lot of that too. Yeah, and then then down the line, you're like, okay, you know, you are a good person. We just didn't work out. Didn't work out. But I have a question. Do you guys think that a marriage can last only on love, or like you know when we talk about our parents, our parents are like, you know, they they didn't marry for love or whatever. Do you feel like if you have love, you can all you need is love? Do y'all feel like that? I don't. Or do you feel like when you marry somebody, it's there's you're kind of looking at it like a I don't want to say a business deal. I don't want to sound like a gold digger, but like I feel like there you have to look like yes, I love you. I genuinely love you, and I want the best for you. But financially, you're irresponsible. You're immature, and it's just like, what do you think? Do you think that there are like three things or a, a list of things that a marriage is based on, or can you say, oh, we love each other, so we gonna make it through whatever? I, I don't think that love is all you need. I think it's a part of what you need because you're going to need love when it, the times is hard. But um, I think you need, it's a partnership for sure in a, in a sense because you need that ambition to one another. When you, like you were saying earlier, if if I'm not like in the mood today, I got to make sure that you, you got it. You're going to hold it down. You know what I mean? Like if I'm having a rough day, I can trust on you or I'm not I'm like, oh, I got to take care of the kids because he not going to take care of it. Or like, when I'm if I don't know how to do something you know how to get me there if I know how to do something I can get you there you know there's levels to it for sure but I don't think that loves them you don't get you there I think it's a big part of it but I don't think it's all and I think that's why our parents like like my parents were arranged marriage for sure and now they're 32 years um and they're and they're a marriage but I mean not everything's freaking roses and shit but it's just like I think that you learn to love someone and through what you've been through, I guess. It's, it's, it's like trial and error, I feel like. I feel like it's, um, for me, it's respect. Like, I gotta, like, if I don't have um, the ultimate respect for you, there's gonna be times when we're fighting or whatever, then it's gonna be easy for me to be like, fuck this shit. Why am I, you know, like, why am I really dealing with this? But I feel like I really need to respect you and like not just love you like romantically but like love you in terms of like you are my friend you know what I mean because like I personally I feel like my friendships are like the most important relationships for me because you're gonna be there uh whether the man is there or not you know what I'm saying like god forbid anything happen in the relationship like I know my girls are gonna be there regardless so I feel like I need to have that same energy in a relationship like you're also my friend and like that will carry us through the times that I don't necessarily like you but like I'll still love you I just won't like you and at least if I respect you like it'll just make things a little bit easier down the road that's true I think like going like touching base a little bit on that like friend part like your partner has to be like your best friend you know what I mean it's the love that makes it even better but that friendship is really like y'all's foundation that makes sense definitely I think it all ties back to love because when you love somebody you're gonna be honest I mean at least you you know you should be honest you should communicate and you know you should try to learn from them I genuinely love you I want the best for us as a team and I'm going to be there to support you and you know there are some habits that I have that I know once I you know have a partner or whatever that are not going to be sustainable or that are not going to be smart decisions for me to continue to do, you know? And I think, like I said, that all ties back to love. You know, there are things I'm not going to do a complete, you know, 
change of who I am, but there it's all about give and take. And um, there are going to be days where, you know, your man's going to spit some real shit and you're going to have to sit there like, yeah, baby, you was right. Right. (laughs) And there's going to be days where you're going to have to be like, I told you. That kind of touches on something for me in terms of the um, being first generation and understanding love in two different contexts. You know, I think I I think I mentioned it on a different episode, but it was just this idea that, um, and Henok definitely went to it a little deeper of our parents' idea of what love is is like love is an action to them they to them it's like you have a roof over your head there's food on your table like it's definitely all that survival stuff and then love is like how you take care of your family and like how you show up um for your community and stuff like that and then I think in the American context we watch a lot of freaking movies so we think this like like we think of love in like the gestures of the roses and the um the date night materialistic stuff yeah yeah and like that's all cool too you could have both but I feel like if you don't have like if you don't have the foundational stuff of like for me love is an action you know then like that's not gonna work I definitely that I have the struggle with of being first generation I'm always like is this a Habesha value or is this an American value like where is this coming from or like why do I feel like I need this and I think that's also why we might have had that phase of being not so um willing to date Habesha's in the beginning because when you're younger you have like this Disney idea of what love is supposed to be and then you kind of grow up and you kind of see how your parents actually like last or don't last and then you're like okay this is real life like shit is not a movie it's shit's not sweet all the time you takes know? work it takes a lot of work mm-hmm. what'd you We're say that coming to America wedding that's it <laughs> marry you a Habesha man and you will it's like you know? I'm ready for that wedding whenever you are. Okay. Yeah. It's going to be hell ahead of time so I could, you know, do lipo or something. <laughs> They're older, so I'll wait my turn. How we get in the gym. It's okay. I'm so good with y'all. I just want to say thank you, ladies, for joining me. I felt like the conversation was dope, that we really hit on some really good stuff, and hopefully, like, you know, we get some good feedback on it, too. And I'm going to talk to you. Thank you for having us. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> she just said fuck it up <laughs>